0: winter is forever the groundhog has spoken
1: this is 20 questions tuesday the podcast where one guy
0: asks another guy 20 questions, questions. i'm david brunell Bruttman, and i'm david reinstrom dave what have we got to talk about this week nothing ah that's where you're wrong my friend I knew that we had nothing so I went ahead and pulled up a list of icebreaker questions I just googled oh, list Jesus. of icebreaker questions and I clicked on the very first link so David are you ready to answer some icebreaker questions this sounds awful what is your favorite animal list three adjectives to explain your choice
1: uh, do I tell you the favorite animal or do I say the adjectives instead and then you
0: have to guess what the animal is. That sounds like a fun other podcast, but say the name of the animal and then describe it's it bears. with three adjectives. Okay, what are the three adjectives? It's, it's bears. Why are they bears? Uh,
1: three adjectives. Fuzzy? Mm-hmm. Terrifying? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, mm- Come on, David, this is lightning round. <laughs> Lightning round, ice breaking. No, hold on. What was That's that? The, was that brown? Did you say brown? Okay, great. If you could be one for just 24 hours, what brown. cereal? <laughs> if you could be one for just 24 hours, what cereal box cartoon character would you be, and why? I'd be the Tricks Rabbit. His life seems depressing. Why would and, you want to do that?
1: I'm feeling pretty good right now. I could use a bit of a come down. Oh, okay. Uh, I would be Count Chocula. He never gets to eat that cereal. I don't think he's ever even tasted it.
0: Think about that. Yeah. You know, I think I think most cereal mascots the most important thing to do is to keep them away from the cereal.
1: Yeah, see that just seems mean when you think about it. Like
0: lucky like-, Ch- like the the leprechaun lucky and lucky charms. They're always trying to, like, he never gets to sit and enjoy a bowl of his cereal. Yeah, don't they steal it from him? Don't they actively steal it from him? They're them? always chasing him. They're always after he Lucky Charms. Uh, right. And then- I guess
1: he never gets away because, you know, you've got a box of Lucky Charms on your, on your kitchen table. Right. So obviously they always get the charms.
0: Uh, let's like, see. maybe
1: those charms are important to him. Maybe they have sentimental value. The burglar, the cookie burglar for Cookie Crisp,
0: does he ever get to eat the cookies?
1: No, he just goes to jail. Mm.
0: Here's what happens He just when... gets
1: sent to jail for eating cookies for breakfast.
0: There's a reason, though. Imagine what would happen if the rabbit ate tricks. Probably the same thing that happens when... Uh... Uh, what do you call them, the, when the cuckoo- birds eat
1: rice?
0: No when the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, <laughs> they just blow bird, up. the cuckoo bird eats c- uh, Cocoa Puffs he just goes crazy like he tweaks out on PCP Right, that's what would happen. Yeah, he's, he's getting his hit right.
1: I Don't know. There's there's an argument to be made. Uh, I believe it's um Vancouver just started a pilot program to uh, distribute prescription heroin Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. for really hardcore addicts I think they do that in uh, Portugal yeah there's a couple of places in Europe that they do it and apparently it's (laughs) been Europe uh, pretty yeah I know those fucking commie socialists Uh, yeah uh, apparently it's been rather successful because there are some people who they just don't respond they're such hardcore addicts they don't respond to methadone, hmm. and the best way to prevent them from going out and really hurting themselves is actually to just give them heroin. Wow. So, we have gone from the tricks rabbit to crippling heroin addiction.
0: Next question. You were just given a yacht. What do you name it? The
1: Bosphorus.
0: When trick-or-treating as a kid, was there any kind of candy that you didn't like to get?
1: <sighs> Probably the popcorn balls though it seems really dickish in hindsight like all the candy that kids hate the most at Halloween is the homemade stuff that right. somebody actually put like time and effort into making <laughs> right and the, the shit that so we sad. really want and really value is like mass produced crap that you know nobody cared about yeah like honey like uh, caramel apples nobody likes caramel apples somebody had to like you don't actually spend the time
0: to make the apple. Know, popcorn those. balls. Yeah. Somebody had to make those. Someone had to gently slip the razor blades into each of those. Peanut or plane? Plane. If you could be invisible for a day. Nope. Nope. Skipping that. If you were straight. Nope. Uh, <laughs> have you ever jumped out of a plane? Well, I did jump out of a
1: plane invisibly. What's the I was most completely interesting-
0: nude. What's the most interesting icebreaker question you've ever been asked? Uh, it was the one about what would you do if you were naked
1: and invisible.
0: (laughs) If you could be an ice cream flavor... I may have
1: amended part of that question. (laughs) (laughs) I may have made up part of that. What do you think is the best feeling
0: in the world? No, come on. (laughs) That's a question. This is unfair. If you could meet anyone from the Bible besides Jesus, who would it be and what would you ask them? God. Yeah. And I'd ask him, dude...
1: Just that (laughs) Just Dude No you know who I want to meet Who's that Um Who's the guy Is it Ezekiel Who has the vision With the bones
0: Uh I think so Ezekiel Ezekiel saw saw the wheel Way up in the middle of the air air. Ezekiel Ezekiel saw the wheel Way in the the middle of the the air air. The big wheel wheel run by buffet And the little one run By the grace of God. God That Ezekiel? The prophet Ezekiel? Maybe. What about I just want an excuse to say Ezekiel. Oh, nice. Are you done? Uh, I got one more. I got one more. (sighs) Jesus. If you had a theme song that played whenever you walk into a room full of people, what would it be?
1: The Ghostbusters theme. (laughs) Okay, have you gotten to know me?
0: Yeah, do you know what mine would be? No, what would yours be? The Payback Part 1 by James Brown. (laughs)
1: All right. I like your pick a little better.
0: Thank you. I've played
1: my game. <clears throat> okay, now it's time for me to play mine. All right. David, are you ready to play 20 questions Tuesday? Baby, you know I am. Oh my goodness, let's go over the rules. Rule number one. I will think of a thing. Rule number two. David will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of the thing. Rule number three. If David exceeds 20 questions, the game, and reality as we know it, is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Rule number four. If David correctly guesses the thing in fewer than 20 questions, he wins the game. And we all get to live for one more week.
0: Oh, thank jeebus. I know. What I would ask. What's up, buddy? That's what I would ask him. I'd just give him the little double snaps. Rule number five.
1: Just say no. Just say no to what? Just say no. Are you ready? No. Hmm. This seems to have backfired. <laughs> Are you not ready? No. Boom, there we go. Hooray. You may ask your
0: first question. Is it alive? Yes. Is it pudding? No. Is it an American? Nope. Uh, Is it a human being? Yes. Does this take place? Well, Hmm. mm, it is not a human being. Is it a group of people? Yes. Okay. Okay uh does this circumstance take place in the present day no it does not does it take place at a real point in existing history yes it does okay this is a group of real people from history doing a thing
1: uh yes a group uh, well mm, mm, I'm gonna say they're not real okay because if I said they were real things would become confusing
0: okay uh, does this thing take place during a specific historical period? Yes, it does. Uh, in the last 500 years? Nope. In the last 1,000 years? Nope. In the last 2,000 years? Nope. Uh, in the last 5,000 years? Yes. Okay. Well,
1: mm, wait. Yes, it does take place within the last 5,000 years.
0: Uh, in a civilization, in the context of an ancient civilization? Yes. Ancient Egypt? Yes. Okay. So this, this, is, is this takes place during the old dynasty, uh, during the old kingdom of ancient Egypt, 5,000 years ago. Correct. Okay. Does it concern a pyramid? Yes. Does it concern a great pharaonic work? No. The construction well, of a monument of some kind. Definitely
1: the construction of a monument. I would not describe it as a pharaonic work in this particular context.
0: Is it built by slaves?
1: No, I don't think that's historical.
0: Hebrew slaves?
1: Nope, definitely not your, historical. Your
0: people and mine. Okay. Um
1: Yeah, I think what they figured out is uh the pyramids not built by slaves, probably built by farmers who during the so during the wet season uh, they would plant their crops and then harvest them uh, you know when the so the Nile inundates regularly, right? Mm-hmm. So Nile inundates, covers a bunch of land with uh, nutrient rich water, goes back to its original proportions, and then you can farm the nutrient rich soil that it leaves behind. The alluvial silts,
0: if you will. Oh, I do believe I shall. So during the dry season, they were conscripted. Then during the the
1: dry season, they would go into camps and become builders and build all the monuments.
0: So, not really. Were they paid for that labor? Mm
1: no. Ah. But I don't know if anybody owned them either. I mean, it's certainly not in dispute that the Egyptians had slaves. It's just like the bulk of the labor was probably not slave labor. Fine. I think it's more of a feudal system, maybe? Ugh. I mean, that's still kind of slavery. Right. Kind of doesn't count, though. Does it involve these alluvial serfs, then? Nope, not in the least. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean. In the least, but in the least. just in the least. In
0: the least in that they are being used to create this immense construction project. Yeah, they're building something. They're building something. Um, is this is the group of people, like, the nation of Egypt? No. Is no. it the royal family of Egypt? Nope. Uh, is it a group of Egyptians, though? Yes. Okay. Uh, is it a group of Egyptians that... Uh, learned Egyptians? Certainly learned
1: Egyptians. Mages? They could be mages. So, scholars... Not exclusively.
0: Scholars, priests, and engineers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, given the time period, uh, we can say that most people who would be learned would have been kind of all
0: of the above. Right. So, they're... Disciples of the craftsman god Ptah. Sure. Or, or Thoth.
1: Sure. Some, some food for Thoth. I'm gonna say more Ptah. Ptah is more likely
0: for reasons. Okay. Um, because this takes place in the Egyptian city of Memphis. Uh, no. Oh. Or well, at By least... the Old Kingdom, the cult of Ptah hadn't really spread much beyond Memphis, David, said David pushing his that's not true. Yeah, you're not true. Well, actually, that might be true. You know, the the name, um, the the Greek name Memphis comes from an Egyptian phrase that means the house of Ptah.
1: I did not know that. Mm. That is interesting. There you go. There are multiple stages to this event. One stage of this event, one episode, if you will, uh, could take place
0: in Memphis. Okay. Does this concern Egyptian mythology in some way? Nope,
1: not at all.
0: Uh, does this concern contact with civilizations outside of Egypt?
1: Nope. Wholly contained within the Old Kingdom and its environs.
0: Okay. Uh, and it involves a construction project being overseen by these, these priest engineers.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's probably a better word for them.
0: Um, architects. Yeah, they're architects. They are religious architects. They're just architects. Architects. So, these architects are yes. ordering stone to be quarried, and they're having it brought to Heliopolis.
1: Um, Sure, Heliopolis is, is one option.
0: Is that Cairo now? Yeah, that's Cairo. Is it? Yeah. Because Heliopolis is the source of the, the Ra cult, And Memphis is the source of the Ptah cult. This is going to expose just how thin my Egyptological knowledge is. You don't have to have any Egyptological knowledge to get this. I think I may actually be hampered by my small amount of it.
1: (laughs) You may. You know, they say a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. Ah, because they're building a sphinx. They also say a little penis is a dangerous thing.
0: I'll say to a little, little knife
1: is a dangerous thing.
0: <laughs> you put the little knife. Especially on the little when knife. you have the little
1: knife In proximity to your little fetus. <laughs>
0: no. Are they making? Are they making a statue?
1: No, they're not making it. You already said what they're making.
0: What a monument? Yeah, it's definitely a monument. A pyramid? Yeah, they're making. Oh, they are making a pyramid. Ah, uh, not a pyramid. The pyramid. Not the pyramid. The Great Pyramid. No, not the Great Well,
1: uh no, no. In this timeline, I don't think there is a Great Pyramid.
0: Are they building something that exists today?
1: They're not building anything that currently exists.
0: Ah Let
1: us let us simply say the timelines diverge.
0: Okay. So what do I have to figure out? Is there like a character that I'm supposed to pull out of this? Okay. What so am I supposed to do? You gotta figure, figure
1: out? out. You gotta figure out. Uh what these architects are doing. Okay. And then the consequences of their actions. Uh there are, there's going to be a <laughs> there are going to be a couple of consequences. So you may want to work backwards. You may want to figure out what happens to these architects, and then work backwards from there to figure out what they did
0: Do to these... cause this. Okay. Thank you. Do these architects anger the gods? They don't anger the gods. Do they anger the pharaoh? There are
1: probably some people who are under the impression that they anger the gods. Okay. They definitely anger the pharaoh.
0: (laughs) Did they make a monument to the pharaoh and make his dick super small and put a (laughs) knife on it? Nope. Good guess, though. Are they eaten by hippos? Old
1: pharaoh knife dick.
0: (laughs) Does the pharaoh feed them to hippos?
1: uh sure let's say the pharaoh feeds
0: them to hippos okay but he makes it look he makes it look like an accident oh no it's not an accident so then why do people think that they have incurred the wrath of the god oh because the pharaoh is god right
1: yeah because the pharaoh is is God, god and for other reasons you know the pharaoh might be feeding them to hippos because the pharaoh thinks that what they did incurred the wrath of the gods uh, but long story short, they are... They are executed. Okay.
0: But the manner of the execution... And they can be executed... They can be executed by Hippo. That's okay. fine. Because it has something to do with Seth, the god of destruction? And, no. like, of Hippos? No. Okay. Uh, does that have to do with... Nah,
1: don't think about Egyptian mythology. Okay. The okay. specific mythology isn't really important.
0: The architects fucked up somehow.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: they definitely fucked up. <laughs> In the construction of a pyramid. Uh, kind of. Did they, they made, they successfully made a pyramid.
1: Oh, they successfully made a pyramid. Did they make it? Believe you me.
0: Did they, did they make it not to scale? Did they, did they like, did they build a pyramid? Did they work on it for like 15 years? And then it's still like two feet by three feet? Like the model? Uh, Very much the opposite. Oh, they, uh, they plunged. They, they emptied the royal coffers to build a pyramid that was way too big.
1: No, no. The royal coffers are limitless. This is a closed economy.
0: Did they, Did they build a pyramid so large that it caused the mining city, the quarry city of Atlantis, to fall into the sea?
1: No. This is an interesting guess, though, and I like it. But it is totally wrong and not even close.
0: Did the architects overextend themselves somehow?
1: They very much overextended themselves.
0: Did the pyramid fall apart?
1: Nope. Pyramid's good. Pyramid's good. Yep. The pyramid is going to last for a thousand million years. Is
0: it a shitty pyramid in some notable way? (laughs) Nope. Perfectly good pyramid. It It is a good pyramid. Is there anything about the pyramid that has embarrassed the pharaoh
1: uh no I, I wouldn't say the pyramid is embarrassing
0: the pharaoh is happy with the pyramid
1: the uh no the pharaoh is not happy with the pyramid at all
0: so, so something went wrong during the construction of this pyramid that angered pharaoh no fr- nothing
1: went wrong during the construction of the pyramid that we're talking about you're missing a critical piece of information about this pyramid though is it in egypt it is totally in Egypt. Is it made of rock? It is totally made of rock. Is it
0: shaped like a pyramid? It is pyramid shaped. Um, is it a tomb? Mm-hmm. Does it have a it tomb probably. thing inside of it? Sure. Let's say it does.
1: Okay. It's, it's a not- perfectly it's a perfectly functional, perfectly good pyramid. What am I missing here? You're missing something about the broader circumstances of the the pyramid. Now Remember, I said they weren't building a pyramid. Oh, several pyramids. Several
0: pyramids. Two pyramids. No. Less than five?
1: Nope.
0: (laughs) They built too many pyramids. Way more than five.
1: They built way too many pyramids. (laughs) (laughs) They built... So many pyramids.
0: Like, like a, a number, like a little, like a, like an actual number of pyramids or like a limitless amount of pyramids for our
1: purposes. A limitless amount of pyramids. <laughs> they built so many pyramids that something happened.
0: Um, this is just like, David, have we, I don't know if we've ever talked about this in the podcast, but you know, my, my, my children's book title formula
1: Oh, yes, of course. I don't believe we have talked about it on the podcast, and ah. it is one of the most delightful things ever.
0: Well, let's not oversell it in case they hate it. I believe that you nope, can make... they're gonna love it. I believe that you can make a children's book title using the following formulation. Too many X! Exclamation point! So... Yes too many cookies too many bears too many slaves oh too many pyramids so is the title is this a children's book? too many tiny knives (laughs) Is is this uh a children's book entitled too many pyramids
1: yes this can absolutely be a children's book entitled too many pyramids okay so you've partially figured out the plot of the children's book too many pyramids
0: so pharaoh is angry because there's just so many pyramids
1: Yes. That there is a consequence that
0: follows from that.
1: Yes, why is too many pyramids a problem?
0: Because he can't walk anywhere anymore. I mean, he can walk.
1: There's definitely enough space between the pyramids that he can still walk around. You know, there's like narrow avenues. I
0: like to imagine that it's just pyramids all the way down, such that the cobblestones on the street have turned to caltrops. (laughs) Like pyramid, they've just like, they've sharpened all the cobblestones. Okay. And so, all these people are walking through the market and the bazaar going, ow, 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 ow.
1: I'm going to allow it because camels, it's hilarious. Camels
0: that enter the city have to be reshod every like 30 minutes. Wait. Can you shoe a camel? Pretty sure.
1: Really? I thought they had toes. Oh. Don't get me wrong. I am 100% in favor of the phrase camel shoes.
0: No, you're right. They, they do have However, toes. However, I, I am. Oh no! Okay, searching for camel foot. No, uh, don't do that. <laughs> no, do that. you should have known better than that. <laughs> I thought if I said camel foot and not camel toe, no. I wouldn't get vulva no. outlines. I would get. Well, I did get. I did return mostly images of a camel's foot.
1: Right, but there's.
0: But there were also a bunch definitely of definitely some uh, vajays in pudenda. there. Yeah. All right. So there's too many pyramids. There's they too many pyramids. All Too the many houses. camel toes. Right.
1: It's a it's a goddamn mess, but there's something very specific that results from every conceivable surface being covered in pyramids.
0: Um, nobody can hear anybody anymore because it's a sound dampened surface. That's very clever, all of, but no. All of Egypt becomes extremely acoustically wet. Ew. Which is ironic, right? Is it? Yeah, because Egypt is...
1: Because it's dry climatologically? Yes. Mm, Yeah, okay. I guess that's ironic. No, that's not it.
0: Okay. Is it because... mm, Is it an
1: Egypt reason? It's definitely an Egypt reason. We actually already talked about it.
0: So when the Nile floods... Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it prevents the nile from inundating because it it functions as a as a levee or a dike for the nile uh, i think the nile can still flood
1: I, I think it can get around you know there's still gaps in between these pyramids like you can't have ah, they're not like okay, a solid okay you can't sure, make a solid wall more... of pyramids
0: sure but the the pyramids are built on the alluvial plain yes. right yes mm. uh does that mean that there's no room for the nile to overflow its banks no, it, in the traditional place, it does it. No, it it has to go somewhere. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, is Pharaoh super upset because there are too many pyramids, and when the Nile inundates, it all goes directly into his royal basement.
1: <laughs> it it might a little bit, but uh, let's assume for the most part
0: that Which the Nile is he going just to had refinished normally. at an incredible cost of blood and treasure. You know. 30% of the Nubian war chest that they amassed by conquering the South was spent on that. He there was a really his sweet entire rec room
1: painted with, uh... Vance blue. Yeah, which is
0: very expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. And they were grinding up lac bugs to make the, uh, cochineal carmine red to paint the ceiling. All that's gone now. I'm gonna have to get a whole bunch more bugs. Yep. Okay. So now the the Nile is, for all intents and purposes,
1: flooding its banks normally. It's just, okay. you know, partially submerging the pyramids that are there now. The pharaoh is upset because it looks like boobs. What kind of boobs are you looking at?
0: Pyramid boobs.
1: Maybe I shouldn't have told you not to search for camel toe. Maybe you need to learn some <laughs> things about anatomy.
0: <laughs> nope, it's uh, not tips. It's camel foot. By the way. Okay. Um
1: Yeah, whatever. You perv.
0: You're a perv. You're a perv and a perv.
1: Okay, so the pyramids are built everywhere, including on the right. alluvial plain. Right? So, what sort of a problem does that cause?
0: Wet pyramids?
1: Wet pyramids? Yeah, I wouldn't describe that as a
0: particularly pressing problem though. Sunken pyramids? No flooded pyramids Uh,
1: yes but none of those things
0: um it doesn't matter if the
1: pyramids get wet the
0: pyramids are waterproof
1: oh okay and they don't want the pyramid there anyway so if the pyramids are damaged you know mbd so much
0: the better right
1: no why don't you want pyramids on your floodplain
0: because then everybody starves exactly Oh, sorry, I was trying to think of, like, some fanciful reason. No. But they they raised all the farms and the houses and everything to put the pyramids there. Yeah, they
1: built pyramids over all the farmland, so now there's no room to farm, and there's a famine.
0: No flax, no wheat, no cotton, no any of the things that you could build in the game, in the city building game Pharaoh by Sierra from, like, 1997.
1: Chickpeas? So good. You could make a lettuce farm in that game?
0: I remember that.
1: Yeah, he just grew lettuce.
0: Lettuce was an aphrodisiac for uh, the Egyptians. Oh. Uh In the Delta Cycle, um, Horus ejaculates on, the god Horus ejaculates on some lettuce and feeds it to uh, his uncle Seth, who then becomes pregnant with his child. You know, the usual method. Like, like you do. All I'm saying is, David, avoid ranch dressing. <laughs> So. Okay,
1: you're missing one key part, though.
0: Okay. Uh, is well, it I, I can... I, thing? Do, you,
1: do you want me to let you do the recap first?
0: Uh, yes. So, the pharaoh has commissioned architects to build, um, build pyramids around the capital city of Heliopolis. And they do so, but they make way too many of them, building over the alluvial floodplain and causing the city to starve. Thereafter the architects are put to death in a manner befitting their crime they are hurled off the royal barge into the Nile whereupon they are eaten by hippos.
1: All correct except for one key part. What's that David? I would not say these pyramids were commissioned.
0: <laughs> so they're
1: unwanted pyramids. They're totally unwanted pyramids <laughs> and there is a but there is still a reason for building these pyramids. What is the reason?
0: Figuring out... uh, Is it a traditional reason for building pyramids? No, not at all. It's a non-traditional reason for... Okay. Yes. Figuring out something a little
1: more specific about the group of architects might give you some sort of hint.
0: Okay. Um, Do they have a particular philosophy?
1: No. I mean, beyond, you know... Uh, Egyptian
0: philosophy. Okay. Uh, Are they associated with anything anachronistic and modern and funny? (sighs) A little, but uh,
1: to say yes would mislead you. Are they absurdist Egyptian architects? No, certainly not. Let me say this. uh, Similar to how I said they did not build a pyramid, meaning they built way too many pyramids which is to say thousands of pyramids (laughs) this is a group of architects uh, in a loose sense which is to say uh, group is not the most specific phrase you could use to
0: describe them Uh, is this group larger than 20 people no it is smaller than 20 people is it smaller than 10 people? It is smaller than 10 people. Is it a wacky husband and wife architect team? Uh, It
1: wasn't going to be, but now it is.
0: Oh, no. Then I feel bad because then they get put to death.
1: Yep. Turns out Let's you make can it a Laurel- try a husband and wife for the same crime. <laughs> oh.
0: Um, no, now I want it to be a wacky Laurel and Hardy buddy architecture movie. That's just a sad Um <laughs> All right. So, it's a husband and wife architecture firm. It is two architects. That's the important... It's two architects. That's
1: the cogent piece of information. Okay. Yes, this is a group now, of when the, two.
0: when the pharaoh announces that he is displeased with all the pyramids, does one of them order that all of his pyramids be blown up because the pharaoh doesn't deserve them anyway? Uh, no. No. And then goes off to live in Ra's Gulch? Ra's <laughs> Ros- Gulch. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Raz Razal al Gulch.
0: Raz al Gulch. From Batman. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's his secret origin story.
0: In Arabic, that means the head of the Gulch.
1: Not many people know that. Uh, no, no. These architects are not vengeful against the Pharaoh. Okay.
0: All they want to do is serve the Pharaoh. Ah, uh, they have other motivations. They wanted to surprise the Pharaoh for his birthday to make him a bunch of pyramids. Nah. They are bidding, they're in a bidding war for government contracts so they can get all the favorable construction projects. So they decided to show how good they were at executing projects by making pyramids without number. That is not entirely
1: off the mark. You are getting much closer. So they want, they
0: want to do business with the king. Um, sure. They're con men. No. They have a pyramid removal service. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> pyramid removal service that comes in after the fact. Identify like, hey,
0: identify the, problem, yeah, see, uh, the here, problem.
1: Here's the problem right there. You got a pyramid in there. A what? You got a pyramid in there. We can get rid of that for you.
0: What, what's, what's a pyramid? What is it? What are you talking about?
1: Uh, look. Yeah, look under there. Here, if you lift this up, see? Yeah. Oh, man. You got pyramids out in this whole area.
0: Oh my god, I, I never, I never would have known. I
1: know, that's why you bring in a professional.
0: <sighs>
1: Alright. Man, all my life I've been seeing these things, I
0: didn't know they were pyramids.
1: Sign here, I'll bring my boys in, we'll get them removed. We'll take them right out for you, no problem.
0: Well, th- thank you, I don't, I don't know what I would have done without you, thanks.
1: Yeah, well just be sure to tell all your friends about uh, Imhotep's pyramid removal service. I, I, I will,
0: thank you Imhotep. And scene. So, is it that? Nope, not that at all. Okay, damn. So, but Mr. and Mrs. Imhotep. Um, yes.
1: Let's let's say uh, maybe they are not in
0: the same architecture firm. Oh, it's a screwball comedy. Imhotep and his wife. Imhotina are yes. in a bidding war against one another mm-hmm. for the contract to build the the pyramid for the pharaoh.
1: Yes, and
0: thus they litter the alluvial plain with prototype pyramids. Uh, they litter the they litter the alluvial plain with real, actual, full size pyramids. Yes,
1: yes uh, in a pyramid building contest.
0: Oh, a pyramid scheme! Why yes, David! I believe you could call it a pyramid scheme. Uh so, okay, so two rival...
1: <laughs>
0: Was this whole game just to get me to that point? To that joke? No. Is this a feg-hoot? What? A feg-hoot. It sounds dirty. Is that like camel toe? No, a Feghoot is a shaggy dog story that ends with a terrible joke. Uh let me. I'm going to read you I mean, one right doesn't now. that sort of describe every single episode of this show? Okay, I'm going to read you a two-page uh Feghoot, a very famous one by Isaac Asimov oh, called Jesus A Christ. Loint of Paw. Are you ready for this? No. A loint of paw by Isaac Asimov. There was no question that Monty Stein had, through clever fraud, stolen better than $100,000. There was also no question that he was apprehended one day after the statute of limitations had expired. It was his manner of avoiding arrest during that interval that brought on the epic-making case of the State of New York v. Montgomery Harlow Stein with all of its consequences. It introduced law to the fourth dimension. Oh dear. For you see, after having committed the fraud and possessed himself of the hundred grand plus, Stein had calmly entered a time machine, of which he was in illegal possession, and set the controls for seven years and one day in the future. Stein's lawyers put it simply, Hiding in time was not fundamentally different from hiding in space. If the forces of law had not uncovered Stein in the seven year interval, that was their hard luck. The District Attorney pointed out that the statute of Limitations was not intended to be a game between the law and the criminal. It was a merciful measure designed to protect a culprit from indefinitely prolonged fear of arrest. For certain crimes, a defined period of apprehension of apprehension, so to speak, was considered punishment enough. But Stein, the DA insisted, had not experienced any period of apprehension at all. Stein's lawyer remained unmoved. The law said nothing about measuring the extent of a culprit's fear and anguish. It simply set a time limit. The DA said that Stein had not lived through the limit. Defense said that Stein was seven years older now than at the time of the crime and had therefore lived through the limit. The DA challenged the statement and the defense produced Stein's birth certificate. He was born in 2973. At the time of the crime, 3004, he was 31. Now in 2011, he was 38. The DA shouted that Stein was not physiologically 38, but 31. Defense pointed out freezingly that the law, once the individual was granted to be mentally competent, recognized solely chronological age, which could be obtained only by subtracting the date of birth from the date of now. The DA, growing impassioned, swore that if Stein were allowed to go free, half the laws on the books would be useless. Then change the laws, said the defense, to take time travel into account, but until the laws are changed, let them be enforced as written. Judge Neville Preston took a week to consider and then handed down his decision. It was a turning point in the history of law. It was almost a pity then that some people suspect Judge Preston to have been swayed in his way of thinking by the irresistible impulse to phrase his decision as he did. Oh no. For that decision in full was a niche in time saves Stein. Uh And that, my friend, is a motherfucking feg-hoot. So don't you try pulling that on me. I will crush you.
1: You just did. I will grind you into dust. You dropped a pyramid on my head.
0: Oh, boom. Uh, anyway, you so... got 20
1: questions Tuesday, you fucker. Woo! So, David. Yes? What was I thinking of?
0: You were thinking of... Two competing architecture firms in ancient Egypt that competed with each other by having a pyramid building contest but they built too many pyramids and covered up all the farms and everybody starved and as a result the Pharaoh had them put to death by having them hurled off the royal barge into the Nile whereupon they were eaten by hippopotamuses. Precisely 100% correct! Yeah. You have achieved 20
1: questions Tuesday victory. Mm. Let's uh, walk like an Egyptian over to the Scoratorium and see how you did.
0: Wow, wow.
1: Way, oh, way, oh. Do you like the pyramids that I built on top of the Scoratorium this week? I do. Those are very handsome. Yeah. Alright, here we go. David, you got that 20 Questions Tuesday challenge in Fourteen questions.
0: Oh, I am so special. Oh, I am so good. Thank you, David. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. For the record,
1: mm-hmm. the phrase pyramid scheme never once entered my mind in the entirety of the conception and questioning of this uh, challenge. All right, good. Let it be known. David,
0: can I can I ask you another question? Can I just ask you one more question? Ah. <sighs>
1: yeah okay is it an icebreaker yeah all right what was the worst smell you have ever smelled and that's how you play 20 20 questions Questions tuesday
0: Tuesday. rate and review the podcast on itunes and stitcher like us on facebook and follow our tumblr at 20questionstuesday.tumblr.com our theme song is blood meridian by curlew licensed under creative commons 3.0 license the music you heard under the show this week was by Hugo Drupi-Contini, also licensed under a Creative Commons license. If you want us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. Up next, stay tuned for
1: Weekend at Bernays Sauce. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Brunel Brutman. Good night.